You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Hi, this is uh, Scotty White, your Native American internet spirit guide and you're listening to the weekly mopcast with my co-host here aaron lynch kelly hello i am like scotty said aaron lynch kelly i am your uh you're just you're just your guy <laughs> you're just our guy right? just our guy just our, American spirit guy and our guy <laughs> well you know that's what we need right just a good pair um this week's episode is brought to you by inversepress.com um you can listen to a little bit of that right now now from inverse press roadkill to shore in the bayou, the biker du jour is cursed by the voodoo priestess Mama Ubu to only live off roadkill, but he discovers he gains powers from the animals he consumes. Now he rides to find the soul of his murdered wife and get revenge on the witch who cursed him. Get this exciting comic written by Kevin Laporte at InversePress.com. Roadkill du jour. So, a biker who gets possessed no, cursed by which to only live off roadkill that's the worst power worst curse i could come up with right that's just- that's that's a pretty bad curse right there I don't, and like i don't even know what you would go out to eat like around here like what i usually see on the road is like skunks what and kind of power would you get from skunks just, just be smelly i guess like that would be like you'd be like stink man or something like that but it would work out for me there's a where- stink man for he-man i mean the old he-man cartoon had a, a stink a stink or i think <laughs> And when the action figure came out, he smelled like um, black pepper. I think I didn't. Ha- I never had it. Yeah. I saw him at Goodwill all the time when I was little. I was like, "No, nah, I'm not going to get the stinky man." No, thank you. I'm not interested in, in Goodwill stinky man. Just, but the stinky thing would be a, a perfect with my last name Kelly. Right. Smelly Kelly. That's that goes hand in hand. I yeah. could have like a big S K, like kind of like Superman. Be pretty pretty cool. Any artist out there can draw that up. Uh, <laughs> Smelly Kelly would would love to see that. I would love it. So you can uh, tweet that at uh, at Mopcast. Um, we would love to see your artwork on that <laughs> with a hashtag Smelly Kelly. <laughs> oh, man, I make my family proud, and that's a good namesake right, <laughs> right there. Right, right. You, know, <laughs> you do have kids to, to lead, lead on the legacy there. Um, all right, so what is this uh, show about? We're, we're kind of your uh, gateway to the rest of the shows uh, that are on the network. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about that, and then we're going to talk about some some things that's happening in kind of our world and our uh, things that we like. It's pretty much this podcast is about stuff that we like, and um, if no one likes that, that's okay. We do because we'll still... we like it, right? We like it. That's what we do, so. and we will tune in and listen to ourselves talk. Yes, we will. <laughs> we, we will a lot. At least my mother will listen. Hi, mom. <laughs> Big shout out to mothers out there. <laughs> it's not even Mother's Day. But what? We love you. <laughs> you know what? Dads too. We like dads. You know, yeah. parents, guardians, grandparents, whoever. If you're you're whoever watching kept kids, us, whoever kept us alive. <laughs> right. I'm I'm, I'm kind of there. I'm kind of there. All right. So uh, we have a couple of shows. Uh, well, more than a couple. I mean, it's, it's four. It's be a few. So it's like a couple of a couple shows. Yeah. Um, uh, on the network. Uh, first of all, I'd like to talk about uh, Memory Card Radio. That that's going to be airing during the week. Uh, Memory Card Radio is. Uh, hosted by Eric Rogers, John Cantese, and uh, Max Wallace, and uh, it's very, very funny. It's about video games and beards, <laughs> mostly beards, and that—that's what Eric wanted me to to say. So, if you like video games and beards, mostly beards. So Kyle Orton should be a huge fan. Kyle Orton should be a huge fan. <laughs> Go Kyle Orton. Good game. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he. And I love how they hoisted Jim Schwartz on his shoulders and carried him off the field. 
Yes. It's a classy act right there. It was a classy act. It was very much so. And we're getting stared at by someone in the hallway. I'm, yes, the, there's a guy looking at me in the window and ask, ask if I'm busy. Yes, we're podcasting. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, he <laughs> looks confused. He has a camera in his hand. So, Why does he have a camera? So apparently we're, we're audio and video. We're audio and video, yeah. Yes. Um, no, we're not really talking to you because we're broadcasting. <laughs> The dangers of doing this at a college campus, I suppose. <laughs> As people wander across the uh, the top floor. That's a good thing about being up here, though. Unless you know it's here, you you, you more than likely aren't going to pass this, right. this studio. Yeah, you know, with those windows, we never really get celebrity guests that just walk by like the old Batman cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> just random calm majors. Random calm majors, that's true. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Memory Card Radio, <laughs> Beards and Video Games, um, uh, th- that'll be airing, uh, I think, on... Wednesdays. We're not really sure on the date. You'll you'll, you'll see it on the, the uh, website though, um, mopcast.com and uh, also on our Facebook page. Our next show though we're talking about is the Triple Name Sports Show, and I'm gonna let Aaron talk about it because he is one of the hosts of the Triple Name Sports Show. Thank you. Uh, Triple Name Sports Show. It's a weekly um, show dedicated to sports, and it's ran by two guys with three names. Um, I'm Aaron Lynch Kelly, and my partner on that show is El Jefe Loco. Who is not Spanish at all. Who is not Spanish. He's actually from, I think he's from like Cabin Creek or Rand, West Virginia. So the complete opposite of being being Hispanic. Well, they do have a nice big you know, Hispanic culture, uh, a community down in Rand. <laughs> That's what it's known for down there in <laughs> Rand. Um, and we talk about, you know, we obviously, we talk about West Virginia State sports. We talk about um, local news and happenings, like if WVU's playing well or if Marshall's playing well, stuff like that. We also talk about like... Um, we have a segment called like bad bad guy or bad news of the week, and it's just like four random, four or less random stories. Just depends what the week gives us of like just bad news. Like last week we covered a soccer player who sacrificed his best friend in order to be better at playing soccer, and uh, so Wait a minute, it, like 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 to a god or something. Yeah, yeah, to a god. It was in Ghana, and the guy sacrificed his friend, and. Uh, he re- he's refuting that obviously. You know, I mean, obviously you're not gonna come out and say uh, I I was in a slump. I needed to get out. I needed a slump buster, so my friend had to die. <laughs> Wait, so did his friend like volunteer? And he's like, no, no that guy, that guy, I need that guy. They took him on vacation, and this <laughs> well, friend has on vacation. I'm- this friend hasn't been seen since. So it'll be really interesting to see um, how this soccer player does in this upcoming soccer season. If he's playing lights out, then then we know that his friend is uh, has been sacrificed <laughs> to some god. <laughs> So we we might need to re up the Ghostbusters and have them go to Ghana and figure that out. Well, I mean, you know, if if we want this podcast to do well, buddy, I want to have to sacrifice me. I want to take you to Disneyland. Well, I know you like you're a big fan of Disney. Yeah, yeah, you're a big fan of Disney, and uh, I'll take you to Disneyland, let you see things, <laughs> and then perhaps you sacrifice you to just, our podcast god. Yeah, just I just won't come back. Yeah, I don't know what a podcast god is. But I'm sure we can find one. We probably the, the internet will have full of them, correct? <laughs> And yeah, like uh, we record on Wednesdays, Wednesday morning, bright and early. And our show is usually produced, barring no technical errors, um, the Thursday evening is it is up on Podbean. All right, and uh, of course it also will be be on our site too, so you'll be able to definitely hear that part of the network. We're really excited to have them because you know what, jocks are nerds too, and you know we're all we're all we all celebrate. I mean, most of this stuff is you know most of these shows celebrate fandom in some way. And, you know, sports is just another uh, form of fandom. In fact, one of my favorite things uh, is uh, Dragon Con in Atlanta. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's during um, 
Labor Day weekend. I've been many, many times. That weekend is also the, the, the start of college football season. And so it all, it kicks off in Atlanta mm-hmm. and at the Chick Fil A Bowl. And there's usually like this past year, this this past uh, year, it's been um, Alabama and Alabama uh, Western University mm-hmm. WVU. And so, but just imagine, you know, that Saturday you've got your Alabama fans roll tie roll, you've got your go Mountaineers all all decked out in the gear. And yeah. Across the street you've got Klingons and, <laughs> and people dressed like Game of Thrones and GI Joe characters and Ghostbusters and. You know, in the end, though, they're all celebrating fandom. Yeah. And, and that's what's important. You know, you, you know, it doesn't matter that, you know, I like football or, or you like Star Wars. Yeah. Together, we like something. And I think that's what kind of, you know, makes you know our network special is that, well, in the end, we're celebrating fandom. Yeah, and most definitely. You know, that's kind of been my mission for this, you know, since the beginning. Let's just celebrate what we like. And we're sure other people will like that, too. Uh, we're hoping. If not, I will be sacrificing Aaron here to the pod. <laughs> but at least I'm going to go to Disneyland. So, you know, it's a win-win. <laughs> it's a win-win, right? Um, Another podcast that we have is The Black Book with your host, Forrest and Kelly. And this is a podcast that is, is focused on uh, world events and things in the news and in pop culture and stuff with a with a different kind of perspective. Uh, Forrest and Kelly are just two wonderfully talented host and i think you'll enjoy them a lot i mean i know i do you can catch them on their uh twitter at the black book that's th3 black book zero zero k so that's like so you know take the three and make it a make it an e. e and the the o's and book make them zeros and that's what you've got so follow that it's gonna be awesome um the other podcast i kind of host is called bros booze and movies um, originally called Bows, 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 like we, you know, arrows. You know, we're big fan of the Hunger Games and Hawkeye and uh, anybody Robin Hood. Just you know? anybody who has a bow and arrow, just right. come on down. You know, because there's not enough bow podcasts, right? <laughs> Even Bo Duke, we'll take the yeah, podcast yeah. We will take whatever. Bo come Derek. on down, Bo. <laughs> if your name is Bo, we have a podcast for you. So, um, no, Bros, Booze, and Movies. Originally called Bros, Booze, and Bad Movies, and then we started watching these movies, going, yeah, they're not really that bad. They're kind of fun. So. Um, I got it's me and some friends. Uh, the, we've been doing a lot with the memory uh, card radio guys. Uh, Aaron's going to do one with us soon. But I, I find really obscure films, and we're going to talk about it this week. Um, actually, we'll play the trailer right now. But we're we're going to be doing um, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. So I'll let you listen to that. He comes from a place beyond the stars. To take them to a world beyond their dreams. From his soul comes the music. From his heart comes the beat. Now, from the imagination of Michael Jackson comes a movie like no other. Nothing could prepare you for his movie. Moonwalker. It's written in the stars.
So that's that's what we're going to be listening to uh, and watching uh, Moon, uh, Moonwalker. And uh, at the end of it, we talk about a cocktail, uh, something you can try at home to to go along with the movie. To go along with the movie, and so that's the booze por- portion. Um, so it's real it's real fun. I'm trying to find just obscure stuff that people don't really get to watch, and so be on the lookout for that and stuff like Robo Jocks and Eliminators. <laughs> and if you've got a suggestion, feel free to to um, go um, tweet it uh, at Mop, Mopcast. And or hashtag, uh, hashtag Mopcast, we'll, we'll be taking a look for it. Um, and that's kind of a little bit about what we do here. And uh, so that's the boring business part. Let's get to the fun stuff. <laughs> Walking Dead is coming back. I like The Walking Dead. Aaron has never seen it. <laughs> well, I've seen it. I've tried watching. I tried watching the first season. And all my friends are like, oh, I love Walking Dead. I'm like, mm, not so much. But they're like, get through the first season. It's slow. But then it, you know, it, it gets better, and I'm like, I don't, I don't think I can do it, and I just haven't been able to do it. I, it seems like a cool show. I might give it a second chance, but uh, probably not. <laughs> if I'm just being honest. Well, that's, that's fine. To each their own. Yeah. Um, uh, I, there, it's a comic, and people uh, love the comic. I'm not. I'm, I'm kind of lukewarm on the comic. I'm sorry. I know I'm, I'm on the outs on this, but so you're like me with the show, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> like I've read the comic, but I'm like, it's. My problem with the show and the comic, they're both slow paced. And, mm. and, and Robert Kirkman, who writes the comic, I know what he's doing. He's trying to get to a, you know, you know, good pacing for, for to, to great plot points and great great action. But I'm like, I just really want to watch zombies and yeah, I don't really care about the arguing. And stuff. I just tuned in for this. I didn't tune in for these guys to like just be bickering back and forth about uh, this Exxon over here. I was like, man, I don't have food. I don't have food. Well, no one has food. <laughs> we'll become a zombie. Right? <laughs> become a zombie, and the world is your oyster. Right, right literally. And so. But season five is coming back. I, I admit I like I watched uh, season four uh, on AMC's um, holiday, the July fourth. They did a marathon, so mm-hmm. I caught up on season four, and I really liked it. I really liked the way it turned out. The our heroes are end up uh, in a new sanctuary called Terminus, and it doesn't. It looks kind of shady. It's kind of too good to be true, and we're not we're not sure what what's going on. And but they had real food. No people? No, well, they had people. I mean, no people to eat. Yeah, no people to eat until all that real food. And suddenly it was like, well, where did this food come from? And the theories were like, well, maybe it's cannibals. And huh. you, know, you lure people to your town. You keep <laughs> who you need and eat the rest. And so... It seems um, like a good business plan right did, there. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, it should be a fun, you know, solid, I guess. You know, it, it works for me. It works yeah. for them, perhaps. But a restaurant in London um, decided to make... Um, Imitation, not real. Imitation human flesh burgers, based on I guess interviews with uh with cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> How did you make sure you were gonna get out of there? <laughs> right. Like, no, this is what we like here. Let me just take a little slice off your arm real fast, and you'll I'll cook it right up. You'll be delicious. <laughs> I'd imagine it's like like in the Science of the Lamps. It's behind a glass <laughs> a glass wall, and it's like, hello, Clarice. <laughs> human like, meat tastes like this. Just. You know, just close your eyes and just just imagine. I, I don't really want to imagine. I did. Did you ever see the '93 movie Alive? I don't think so. All right, so this movie is based on a true story that happened in um, South America. This um, soccer team, or as our foreign listeners will, our international listeners will say, football. A um, crash in the mountains, and there's no food, so they end up eating the the the, the dead bodies that you know they don't kill each other yeah they just they, wait for them to die well they're already dead because of a plane crash yeah not everyone's going to survive the yeah. plane crash and so they have to uh to to eat eat um the human flesh to survive 
and uh, I know the London people used um, the the chef who made this um, used. Um, I'm, my train of thought is being derailed. I'm trying to say <coughs> they use the the um, example for their recipe, and mm-hmm. so uh, the recipe will be posted on the website. Uh, it will be posted on the Facebook page. Uh, if you want to try it, it's in the metric system, and I'm American, so I mean, <laughs> it's like. <clears throat> 400 grams of pork mince, 400 grams of veal mince, 200 grams of bone marrow minced. It sounds like a tasty dish right there. I don't want to eat this. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I don't think I would. I'm going to stick to bacon. Yeah, well, yeah, I, unless you're a firefighter, unless you become a firefighter, because in the article that they were talking about, when, uh, about the London Flesh Burgers, they uh, had like a little infograph. And was talking about the firemen. Um, they hate the smell of cooked bacon, like frying bacon, because of how close that smells to human flesh being fried. And like one thing, like I, I work at IHOP, um, and some occasionally I'll get bored and go back in the kitchen. Turkey bacon just makes me think that somebody just took like a cheese slicer and just cut off skin. That's what that's what turkey bacon reminds me of. Maybe that's where it comes from, you know. Just turkeys just getting. Can't pay your bill at IHOP. Yeah, we, we're gonna fillet you, but don't worry, people will eat you and they'll they'll love you. They'll think they're doing good things by eating healthy. Eating turkey bacon, but it's really just guys who can't pay their bills. And, and my father's been a firefighter for you know thirty plus years, and I've never heard him say, "Well, this smells like human flesh." <laughs> oh, um, I love the smell of human flesh in the morning. <laughs> Gets my day going great. <laughs> and my dad loves bacon. I mean, <laughs> bacon's delicious. It's almost the perfect food. Yeah. I mean, you know, California says raisins is nature's candy, and I say, no, stop your lying. <laughs> you know, bacon, 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 bacon is is nature's candy. Um, and delicious, just amazing. There were jazz hands. Ba- bacon <laughs> and jazz hands make everything a lot better. You know, imagine, imagine, you know, you get knock on the door and police officers there. It's like, uh, Aaron, um, your, your wife's been in a car accident. And that's that's tragic. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, no, my wife. And, or your girlfriend because yeah. you're not married yet. Uh, and, we're living in sin. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> well, you know, get like some Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Come on. <laughs> One or the other. But imagine a cop knocks on the yeah. door. It's like, uh Mr. Kelly, your girlfriend's in a horrible car accident, but but you know jazz hands. <laughs> See, he laughs. Why? Because jazz hands make everything better. Especially but, like if it's a big cop like Terry Crews from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Right, right. Be amazing right there. Right, but imagine now, cop comes in, knocks on the door. Uh, Mr. Ke- Mr. Kelly, your your girlfriend's been in an accident. Bacon. <laughs> I mean, you're like, well, you know, that's tragic. But yeah. at least I got bacon. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, this will, this will hold me over. I'll probably be stuck in the hospital a little bit. So, And they have terrible food at the hospital. Right, but I got the bacon here, got the bacon. and I feel better. I feel better. I feel better. You know, women get bouquets of flowers. Why can't dudes get, you know, bouquets of bacon? <laughs> I would love bouquets of bacon. Cooked or uncooked? Cooked. I don't, you know. You don't want this raw pork just showing nah, up at your house. See, I get grossed out when I look at it. But once yeah. it's cooked, it's like, it's amazing. Yeah. It's like, Totally disgusting, absolutely delicious. Little bacon story. Last weekend, I cooked my family breakfast, and I was frying up bacon. I guess I'm a terrible cook um, at my own house. I can cook okay at work, um, but um, anyway, I was frying bacon, and we made waffles or whatever. And my girlfriend, this is the best way to wake up anyone. Um, I was frying bacon, and you know, I thought the, the aroma would wake her up. No, it was the fact that I was smoking the house up so bad that our fire alarm was going off, and she she didn't know I was up out of bed, so she comes running through the house. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm like, would you like some bacon? <laughs> so get the baby! <laughs> the house is on fire! Get out of here! But yeah, no, didn't burn down the house. Just not allowed to cook bacon anymore. So, oh, you know, that's why you have the girlfriend. It's a win-win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe did you do this on purpose? No, actually, I was just trying to be nice because I was I was kind of a uh, um, 
a, a butthead. Were you in the doghouse? Kinda. I was kinda in the doghouse. Um, usually when I come back from doing the away games, I'm tired and cranky and yeah. just want to go to bed. For, for those who don't know, uh, Aaron do, does uh, the uh, play-by-play in color sometimes for our uh, our local university football team. So I come back usually tired, usually pretty pretty grouchy, and so I was like, man, I've been a real been a real butt. So let me just uh, I'll cook some uh, cinnamon roll waffles. Turned out really well. I should come over to your house for and uh, well, you got to make sure you come on Sundays right. because that's that's the day I got to come out of the doghouse. But yeah, it was I was in the away games. Away. Yeah, away away Sundays. Away Sundays. There's only one left, so <laughs> November first, you should or November second, you should be at my house. You're knocking on your door, Mr. Kelly. <laughs> your girlfriend's in the car accident. I'm gonna eat your breakfast. I don't know if you like my bacon. It's a little crispy and burnt, but hey, man, you know what? I, it's bacon. Can't well, be too bad. Right? Just, can't. No, it can't be. Moving on. <laughs> uh, wow, we, you know, you, you think you talk longer. It's like, we haven't really talked hardly. Yeah. Oh, it's very yeah. nice. It's, it's very nice. So you're stuck with us for a little while. Um, so they are remaking I Am Legend for the fourth time. We just got an I Am Legend um, remake like, what, three years ago? Yeah, five years yeah ago? the Will Smith one. Will Smith, yeah. Um, for those who don't know, uh, I Am Legend is a novel based uh, Richard Matheson wrote it who guided uh, What Dreams May Come which is one of my favorite Robin Williams movies um, but he also did this this awesome vampire movie where you know there's no more humans and one dude left and he's killing vampires and no movie actually gets the point of the book where yeah. you know the, the, the book is basically the vampires are telling their children there's this one monster out that kills us it's the reverse that, yeah. and no one gets the movies haven't get it so they first made a movie with uh, Vincent Price called The Last Man on Earth. It's a uh, public domain. You can actually catch it on YouTube for free. Um, it's not bad. I, I, I've enjoyed it. Um, my favorite out of the group is The Omega Man mm-hmm. with Charlton Heston because Charlton Heston's the man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, come on, he fights monkeys. He's Moses. He's, <laughs> he's just her. He's just the greatest human ever <laughs> alive, <laughs> apparently. Well, when he was there. Um, well, yeah. Because <laughs> he's passed on now. <laughs> Maybe he has. <laughs> Maybe you never know. That's true. You never know. Maybe, it's just a ruse. Or he's inhabited the body of Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> and so, uh, of course, and then the, the Will Smith one, who has, um, which I didn't like. You didn't like it? No. See, I liked it, but I hadn't seen any of the others. So. Well, I mean, to, to compare, compare them separately, I, I, the monsters, all, the, the vampires in there are all CGI. I don't think they were really practical real people. Yeah. no, And, like, see, I didn't even get the fact, like, thinking back on it now, when I first saw it, I honestly thought there were zombies. Like that was what the monster I thought, but yeah, because I mean, I mean, I mean, we're you know we're still in this kind of zombie craze. Yeah, been the last but now that so years. now that you mention it, like thinking back of certain scenes in the movie, like yeah, I can see that they were you know meant to be vampires or whatever. But I liked it. Um, I thought it was a good story. Um, but it might have just been where I'm just a huge Will Smith fan from uh, Wild Wild West what? and. Whoa, 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 whoa! You like Wild Wild West? <laughs> I love Wild Wild West. Oh my God! I've never heard anyone just say utter one more time. What now? I I'm gonna stand up on a mountain and say I love Wild Wild West. I I don't know. I I I think it more so has to do with the fact that I watched it on a drive-in theater, like, and that was always a fun thing for I me. So I think that's more of it. But I I still watch the movie when it comes on. I, I don't think if someone gave me like gold bullion, I'd be like, I love Wild Wild West. It's <laughs> like here's some gold to watch this movie. But the drive-in did it for you. Yeah, I just I think it was just that. And um, but like I said, I I enjoyed that movie, but uh, I guess I'm in the minority in this booth right now. <laughs> wow, 
what? It's like two of us. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of even. I, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's silly. The the um the sh- the original show was funny. I mean, yeah, it's got it's quirky and it works. But you know, and I was excited to see it because you know I'm a Will Smith fan. Mm-hmm. Independence Day is amazing, and um. Kenneth Branagh, who I'm, I'm a big fan of, is in it, and he plays that the guy who's basically half a dude. Yeah, <laughs> Bloodbath McGrath. <laughs> See, I don't even know. Wow, you are a fan. I am. I'll show you my Wild Wild West tattoo later. <laughs> no. <laughs> but if you have a Wild Wild West tattoo, we'd love to yes, see it. Yes, love to see it. Hopefully, <laughs> it's those uh, those cone things they have on their neck. <laughs> hashtag Mopcast. Hashtag Wild West tattoo. Wild Wild West tattoo. WWWT, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go that way. What? <laughs> I always live my life, what would Will Smith do? That's WWWS. WWWS. So, what would Will Smith so, do? So you, you SD, know, yeah. So, so you woke up Sunday morning and you were like, what would Will Smith do? He would, he almost, would burn bacon. He would burn bacon and, and scare his his, his uh, common-law wife. <laughs> we've, we've upgraded her. <laughs> well, I mean, we've been together for almost seven years. I think that's almost common-law. If, I don't know if West Virginia has common law, but I know some states do. <laughs> well, I'll know, just have to move there. You find out if you just make her angry, she wants to separate. It's like, how am I going to half of your stuff? Right, listen, you're going to be a teacher soon. I've still got college ahead of me, so you go ahead. <laughs> so we've we've put my girlfriend in a car wreck. We've had her leaving me. This is, I'm probably going to go home, and she's going to be like, but, but, uh... Yeah, but... But we've already sacrificed you after a trip to yeah. Disney. Oh, yeah. So, so, you know, at least, does my family get to go to Disney? Of course. I, See? I'm not heartless. See, yeah. Well, then it's a win-win for them. Right, right. Everyone gets to go to Disney. You just don't make it back. I don't make it back. You know, and maybe this this podcast god, maybe he's a really nice guy. You know, <laughs> he just needs some cool guys to hang out with. Maybe we'll watch the league and play fantasy football. You know, you never know. Uh, while it's not a topic, let's talk about fantasy football for real quick. Because I am in his league and I am doing horribly. You are doing <laughs> I atrocious. Am, I am I cannot win. My other league, I'm doing okay. And, I, and it's weird because I've got almost the same team in yeah. both of them. Apparently, I'm playing against Superman in your league. Like, our league, I was checking, um, and it's a league. Uh, Scotty's in there. Uh, my common-law wife is in there. Who whooped me. Yeah. I mean, beat me. Like It was like 130 to 20. And I, that's her only win of the season <laughs> comes against you. Oh, at least I'm good for something. And, like, there's, there's 10 of us. It's a 10-man league. Um, and... It's and what's funny, I was looking at the standings. I'm in first place because I just reign supreme. And um, what's your league? I mean, come on, you know, you tweak it as you need, right? Like, hold on, I did do that one time. <laughs> this time is what he's talking about. <laughs> this time, I mean, but one time, I mean, but um, yeah, we uh, the first four teams. It's myself and then a good friend of mine named Patrick, and then um, it's my nephew and my dad's team. And what's funny is. I drafted, helped draft those teams. Real, real quick, real quick. So, so since I'm in your league, am I now part of your family? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's how you get in. Yeah, it's, it's apparently you, it's just your family and me. Yeah, it's, it's well, or like guys we grew up with. So yeah, <laughs> you're you're on the fast track in Woo-hoo! into the Lynch Kelly clan. All right, it's a fun Scotty Lynch Kelly. <laughs> hey, it's always good to have three names. Right, right, right. Apparently, so with a special name sports, you know, the triple name sports team. But yeah, you are not doing well at all. Uh, no, I'm doing horrible. Not, oh, I I would think by now I'd win a game. I Just get like, lucky, yeah. I, mean, I feel like the old Houston Oilers, and well, that's bad. I should yeah, I shouldn't have drafted them at all. <laughs> The, the, the guy who runs the team, the luckless, he, he got lucky and just beat Carrie. 
And so he moved up from he he leapfrog carries. So now she's in the bottom of the league with you as well. I see. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I haven't won a game. I have not won. We're, I'm zero and five. Yep. And uh, in my other league, I'm three and two. So I'm you know, and I I literally almost have the exact same team. I mean, you know, I my problem was I couldn't get to either one of my drafts. So it auto drafts, and I I always go with auto draft anyway because mm-hmm. it's just you know the computer takes pity on you sometimes. I, yeah. You know I do. Uh, you got a few bills. I did get a few wild because I'm. Uh, Buffalo fan. Yeah. Um, woohoo! Hey, we're at the top of ASC East right now. I should. We should save this for the triple. I should come guest for the triple Dave sports show. But, um, yeah, yeah it's it's. Well, I'm, my train of thought was derailed once again. <laughs> um, but I'm 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 doing just. I'm doing really well. In one, I'm doing okay in another one. I'm doing, I'm doing horrible in your league. Just horrible. Hey, if you keep it up, you'll get a trophy though for oh. a year. You get our version of the Sacco, which is a, it's a giant trophy with a horse's ass on it. So all right, I'm gonna keep this up. I'm gonna just tank it. <laughs> just tank it. You'll I get like, it, like well, I, the, the the match against your wife was week before two weeks ago. So, mm-hmm. so it was week four. Yeah, and I kept thinking bye weeks were later. I kept thinking they were like week five or week six. Half my team was on by. So I, <laughs> literally, that's how I lost to like one thirty to twenty because everyone else was like, "We're on vacation. We're not, you know." You know, I'll just take this week off. I'll just spot her a win. She needs it. You know, and Aaron then, tries to kill and, her all the time. Now I know that Yahoo. Then we play through the Yahoo League. That, that Yahoo is now sending me uh, alerts like, "Hey, that dude's on by." <laughs> hey, you should probably adjust your roster. <laughs> yeah, or we're gonna have to do it for you. And Listen, I mean, we can, we drafted for you. We can't just go ahead and do this as well. But we just need your okay. Just gotta sign over. You just gotta be our proxy right here. <laughs> Sign your name. Let us run your team. You can. We'll be. You'll be our puppet master, oh, or I'll be your puppet master. I guess. Not me, but Yahoo. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm horrible at the. Uh, but I'll, I'll look forward to the horse's ass trophy. It's um, nice. You get to keep it for a year. Woohoo! So. So yeah. No, at least that's something. Yeah. My goal is to win one game. If I can win one game, I feel I feel like I've accomplished something. You better not win more than one though. Right. Because I'm, I'm shooting for one. Well, one. and one. The cool thing about the trophy is it's a perennial trophy. And when I got it, the lady was like, I'll give you all the biggest block. I guess she didn't realize how old we were because, like, there's people in our league who are as young as 17, and there's people in the league, I think my dad's the oldest, he's 57. So in this league, um, if we fill up... your yeah, curve there. And it's uh, if on the block for the trophy, um, it's good for 60 years. We can fit 60 years of fantasy football <laughs> dynasties on there. So your dad's 117. <laughs> he's like, all right. It's time for me to win the championship this year. But, yeah, so I think she kind of was like, oh, well, maybe they'll pass it down to be like a family heirloom and be like, listen, you have to join a fantasy football league, and this will be your trophy. When your daughter gets old enough, you'll be like, all right, here's football. Well, <laughs> the thing is, like, our trophy is full of trophies. Our, our attic is full of trophies because she used to do beauty pageants. Yeah. And so, like, she has huge boxes right. full of trophies. My brother did beauty pageants from like the time he was little to the time he was like five or six, and he, he cute kid. And he he, I was horribly ugly. Could never <laughs> win anything, but he he could win things. So that's her. She um she did beauty pageants from her actually her first pageant was on toddlers and tiaras, and it was at here on, on campus, and it's on Netflix. Oh, you okay. wouldn't be able to notice her because it's just like a quick like background shot, but she looks like a ginger, which my daughter is definitely not a ginger. Yeah, that's true. Um. And but you can see her on there if you're interested in finding my daughter on Netflix, which is cool. And um, but yeah, she dropped out of pageants to uh, pursue sports, and she well, plays uh, t-ball and wants to play football. But she only weighs thirty pounds, so 
kind of hesitant about letting her play football. Yeah, I would, I would well, let her go. She's mean, though. Let so. that baby play football. She's she is, mean. She's she, she rough, tough. She She's, you saw her take that baseball bat to my kneecaps yeah, anyway, that yeah, one day. Yeah, well, he, well, you should have been behaving. I should have. Yeah. I've got an enforcer in my family. It's her. <laughs> well, if you ever start a mob, you got it. Good shape right there. We are popular. Yeah, it's I've real popular. Like three people. This is the first time I've, I've done been recording up here for a while, and this is the first time I've seen three people walk by. I'm impressed. That's when we record our sports show. Like it's either really early or really late. Nobody comes up. Just the janitors walk by, and they're kind of like, "Oh God, they're still here." I just really would wish they'd leave so <laughs> I can walk, walk up. You <laughs> walk up, go home. But yeah, that's we are extremely popular today. Okay, I'll take popularity. So, uh, oh yeah, we, we were talking about movies. Yeah, we were talking about uh, I Am Legend. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I hate to get on this bandwagon, but I I, I, I feel like um, Hollywood has ran out of ideas. And and while there's it's true that there you know realistically no new stories, mm-hmm. we don't have to keep you know doing the same old ones. Yeah, old ones. I mean. And, uh, you know, I, I would love a film career, and maybe one day in my phone career, I'll take just really horrible movies and just make, redo them. remake them as good movies. <laughs> you know, something like, I don't know, the Lost in Space in the 97 when uh, William Hurt and um, that one dude who was in Mad Men for a while. <laughs> oh, and Joey from Friends. <laughs> I watched a really terrible good slash movie yesterday. What did you uh, think? Doll Man. Have you ever seen that? Um, uh, Full Moon Entertainment. Yeah, and it's about like the guy from space and yeah. like yeah, I watched that yesterday. Oh, I can't think of what that guy's name is. Um, it's like Brett or like I don't. It's double B's is his name. It's like B is his first name and B is his last name. I think he's like this rogue cop. If you haven't seen it, right, right. I'm 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 looking. IMDb is a great great tool here, <laughs> and that's what we're we're looking up. But it's just it's just so terrible. It's good. Like honestly. Uh, it's on Hulu if you get a chance to catch it out. Yeah, yeah, it is on Hulu if you get a chance to to to, to check it out. Uh, a lot of the full moon, full moon stuff. Uh, there's a Dollman versus Demonic Toys. Oh, we're gonna have to watch that yeah, then. When, when you know Full Moon was like, let's combine two things. <laughs> see but what we can he, put here. He never fought Puppet Master though. That, that would have been a, that would have been an awesome yeah. one. I would like to see him fight Pu- to Puppet Master. That um. The guy who plays him and I, I was looking it up and I got distracted by you know lights and stuff. <laughs> um, the guy who plays it was in a, another series of Tim Thomerson. Yeah, that's his name. Tim Thomerson. Um, he uh, who played um, Brick Bardo. <laughs> Brick <I'm>, Bardo. <laughs> that's just a, a great cop name right there. <laughs> old Brick Bardo. <laughs> He's kind of disgruntled. <laughs> He's an old disgruntled old cop who just just hates his life. Right, and then he's like the size of a doll. <laughs> <laughs> and the villain in this movie is just. A, like a drone with a head attached to it, and it's like one of his old nemesises. Nemesises. <laughs> Nemesis. <laughs> so he, uh, like, he's just floating around, like on a on a drone, and it's it was so bad so it was good. Right. So someone made money, you know, paid money to have this film made. Yeah. You know. was... But uh, Tim Thomerson was in a. If you, if you like his fine work, uh, <laughs> I, I suggest watching Transfers. Mm-hmm. It's also from Full Moon. Oh, that was on there as well. Yeah, because Transfer you got Transfers and. Uh, Helen Hunt from uh, Mad About You, and um, it's good. She won the Oscar for mm-hmm. Good as It Gets. She was in uh, the first two Transfers movies. So um, a little, little. I'm full of useless trivia. <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah, absolutely full of just rip, rip, just, uh trivia. Um, we are going to, uh, we're going to leave you now. Um, we're going to leave you with um, a, a short thing. Uh, 
called uh, Action Figures Each Sold Separately. Uh, something you will totally enjoy. When I was a kid, I loved action figures. Mm-hmm. Did yes. You, did, what did you? I mean, I'm a little older. What did you play with when you were a kid? When I was a kid, um, I used to play with GI Joes. I love GI Joes. Um, I, I don't know if you consider it an action figure. You know how like starting lineup had the 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 yeah. athlete the athletes. Yeah. We would have those, and we would have. Um, we they never moved though. Yeah, no, we'd move ourselves. We'd move <laughs> ourselves. They had they were in that locked <coughs> pose. Yeah, it was fun. It was kind of weird to play football, like have you know eleven on eleven <laughs> guys with those. But um, I guess I didn't really play that much with action figures until I got a little bit older. Wrestling. Huge yeah. wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah, you're a big wrestling fit guy. And um, me and one of my one of my good friends, Matt Cart, we had a. Um, this was after Owen Hart had passed away, fell and broke his neck. You know, coming in off that like zipline or whatever. And we had a huge who's who of a uh, of of a funeral for these this toy Owen Hart. We had um, who was, who was there, huh? Who or, was there? Um, we had Paul Bear, the Undertaker's yeah, manager. He was from, there I, from where I from. I, where I'm from uh, in Alabama, he's from Mobile, Alabama. We had him That's there. Recently. We had uh, all the GI Joes there. You know that survived the childhood. Several of the so uh, slaughters lowering his hat. <laughs> we even had like a casket and everything. Um, we had some the mo- the Disney cartoon gargoyles. Yeah. We had some of them there. We had some Transformers. Um, I was a huge Simpsons fan, so we had all the Simpsons people there. Whole bunch of starting lineup. Um, Bo Jackson was there because well, Bo knows funerals. Uh, <laughs> Michael Jordan, all the, all these guys. It was a really it was a really nice wedding or funeral. Yeah. It's a really nice funeral. We even uh, we buried him, and uh, I think even that there was um, a couple Paul Bears where those uh, cheap Halloween toys, you know, the bendable arms, right, right, the skeletons, right. they were yeah. there, and uh, we buried him in my in, in like I said in my my good friend Matt's uh, yard, and we went and looked for it several years later, and either the casket had just the earth had reclaimed it, you know, from dust to dust. Right. Either that had happened, or somebody had come, or his mom had gotten mad that we'd dug up the yard and figured out what we dug in there and just thrown it away. So to this day, we don't know what happened to Owen Hart in that that funeral. But that's what I played with when I was a kid. So what kind of stuff were you into? Well, oh yeah, you know, I'm a little older. So you know, the '80s was an amazing time for for uh, for childhood. I, I think everyone says that their childhood was mine was amazing because I had GI Joe and Star Wars and <laughs> Transformers, and my cartoons were basically 22 minutes of just I need to buy this, mommy buy this, dad. I need, I need it now. I need an Optimus Prime. I don't even know what it, I didn't need it. I need it. I, I just need it. No, I need it badly. I need it. I, and you know, I, I looked at it and had, I got a lot of stuff. My mom was a big fan of Goodwill too, and this is before the age of eBay, where everyone was, oh, these toys are worth something. Yeah, so they would just, I had just toss them, toss them. I had just bags and bags full of just old DI Joes and no accessories. Didn't matter. Yeah, just <laughs> two <laughs> made swords. <laughs> I we I used to love yard sales, so we I stocked up. I looked out one time. I got a huge base. For the GI Joes and like a hundred GI Joes from like the the suburbs, like the subdivisions, like the, the rich kids, and um, I got those and I loved them. The only thing I hated about GI Joes was the bands. You know, right. if you bend them a certain way, snapped, and then your GI Joes just no good. Well, I found out like my grandfather uh, owned a hardware store, and there was a certain kind of washer, mm-hmm. like a rubber washer. That's what that. That's what it was. It was, and so when mine would broke, I would just go to my my, my papa's. Uh, yes, he was a papa. Just that's what it is. I'm southern. What happens? <laughs> so I go to papa's hardware store and would buy a new one. You take the because you know they yeah. had screws in the back, and you know kids, you know especially little boys. I, I mean, I can't speak from a girl perspective because I was never a little girl. <laughs> but as I know, as a little boy, I would just tear apart everything. You yeah, get a, get a screwdriver in my hand. It's I'm taking apart something, whatever. And so my GI, I'd make new GI Joes out of old GI Joes. I would you know just combine Doctor Frankenstein <laughs> of GI Joes. Right. I was like, well, you know, you know, you know. 
it's not like Barbie. You can't dress them, but you can yeah. switch their pants and stuff. <laughs> you're like, all right. You're going to wear gray <laughs> pants today. Cobra Commander, you're going to be like, yeah, I'm a leisure guy. <laughs> this is Leisure Cobra Commander. Cobra Commander. <laughs> Commander. Oh. But, uh, what kind of name is that? It's That's the new hybrid, Cobra <laughs> Commander. New, I got you. I that's got Leisure you. Suit. Leisure Suit. Um, one thing I used to do, and like I was a weird kid, I used to <laughs> take... You still are kind of a weird kid. I used to take like, He-Man. Like, I, would, um, like, I would find random toys at like, flea markets and yard sales. Well, I'd buy them, and like... My grandparents kind of ran like this religious hotel type deal. So like when I was sick or whatever, I'd got I get to go there and like just stay in a. They were called apartments. They had the TVs in them. Okay, well, let me back this up real quick. Did you say religious hotel? Well, that's the best way I can describe it. <laughs> it's um, John Twenty Third Pastoral Center. Big shout out to the Catholic Church there. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> um, and it's like a big re- religious retreat center. Okay. And the apartments had um, See, TVs. See, I was thinking of like, like a Motel 6 for God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what the Mennonites are working for. <laughs> hey, uh, you, know, you, know, you know, leave a light on for you. <laughs> We'll leave the light on for you, and we'll even get you going to the big man upstairs. <laughs> Whatever. But um, I used to go, and I would get bowls and fill it full of water mm-hmm. and put my, my action figure in there and then freeze him. Turn the freezer all the way up. Oh, yeah. Freeze oh, yeah. him, pull him out, and, like, have, like, these huge diabolical meetings and be like, ha, 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 I've got you now. Like, stuff like that. Well, my, my favorite scene in uh, – I'm a huge Star Wars fan because I was mm-hmm. born in 1977, and so you, you just could not escape the saturation yeah. of Star Wars. And my favorite scene in Empire Strikes Back, probably my favorite scene in any Star Wars movie is when Han Solo gets frozen in carbonite. Mm. And I could never have that toy. I never That, that toy always eluded, eluded, you. eluded me. I never had a real Han carbonite toy and when growing up. And so I would make my own. So I would do I would get red food coloring because he was kind of red. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd freeze. I'd freeze him. And it never looked right. I could never figure <laughs> out why because, you know, I'm, when you're yeah. eight, you're like, why, yeah, is, why is this like, not working? <laughs> why is it like, you know, maybe I need an Ugnaught or you know, Lando Calrissian or something. I need Billy Dean Williams to come help me out. Come here. Help me. But uh, I, I just can never get it to work. Anyway, so um, action figures each so separately is a um, what I would lovingly call fan fiction mm-hmm. I wrote um, based on commercials from old 1980s Kenner Star Wars toys. Nice. And so I wrote, I wrote scenarios. I had some friends come record it for us, so that's what we're going to listen to now. The Force is back. The Rebels won't tire till they see the last of the Empire. And Kenner's there with Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. I'm going to feed you to Starlock Pit, Skywalker. Glad to. Weequay, Luke Skywalker, and Lando Calrissian, each sold separately. Prepare the plank, Weequay. Surprise, surprise, I'm Lando in disguise. Let's get out of here, Luke. Whoa, the plank is falling. Plateau, Weequake, Luke Skywalker, and Lando Calrissian action figures, each sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Action figures, each sold separately, presents Star Wars Sarlacc Death March. I'm going to feed you the Sarlacc, Skywalker. Luke Skywalker barely heard the alien as he was marched to his execution. How could his plan go so wrong? For a brief moment, Luke considered, what if Master Yoda was right? Maybe he should have left his friends in the city in the clouds. Maybe if he had sacrificed Han and Leia, there wouldn't be all this misery, and he wouldn't know the burden of the truth. The truth. Was it the truth, or was it a lie brought forth by the dark side? Could Darth Vader be his father? As Luke was marched through the Tatooine desert, he feared he would never know the truth. His thoughts continued to be clouded by doubt and despair. Why didn't he know that the hut was immune to the mind trick? The young Jedi didn't heed his master's warning, and his plan was a total failure. His friend Captain Han Solo was still frozen in carbonite, forever to be a decoration in Jabba's palace. Leia, the Princess of Alderaan, was currently chained up to the hut, and Luke feared what horrible things the gangster was doing to her. 
Chewbacca was imprisoned in one of Jabba's dungeons. He had doomed his droid C-3PO and the spunky R2-D2 to a life of slavery. His new friend Lando, the man who had caught him as he fell from the weather vane in Cloud City, he hadn't seen or heard from him in months. Lando went on ahead to scout the location and bring back intelligence. Luke feared he had ran off, or perhaps Jabba executed him. Maybe Uncle Owen should have let me go to Tashi Station. He wondered aloud. No talking! Growled his Weequay escort as he hit him with a force pike. The blow caused Luke to fall to his knees and he was quickly picked up by the other two guards, one of Jabba's lieutenants, a Niktu named Klaatu. The other he didn't recognize, he was fairly sure he was human, but he couldn't be sure because of the mask. Perhaps he was one of the many mercenaries or bounty hunters in Hut's employ. On this journey, he had heard the other two call the stranger Tamtel. Once Luke was standing stable, Klaatu turned and punched the weak way in the face. Jabba put me in charge, and I decide when you can hit the prisoner. The weak way rubbed his nose and tried to soothe his pain. What does it matter? You said we were going to feed him to the Sarlacc. Klaatu grabbed the weak way by his tunic and lifted him to his feet. Perhaps I should feed you to the Sarlacc. The sound of the blaster prevented Klaatu from finishing his thought. The two aliens turned around to see Tamtel Skrieg with one hand on Luke's shoulder, the other with his blaster in the air. If you two don't quit, I'll turn this execution party right around. I wouldn't mind that. Tamtel hit him in the face with the blaster. What is it about no talking do you not understand? Klaatu let the weak way go and kicked his force pike over to him. Pick that up. We are almost to the mighty Sarlacc. The march had led them to a large pit. Big enough to land the falcon in easily, Luke thought. The bottom was covered in the finest sand Luke had ever seen, and it reminded him of golden silk. There was a man-made well in the center, and the young Jedi could feel something living inside there. Prepare the plank, Weequay! Klaatu ordered. <sighs> the Weequay grumbled as he walked to the old-fashioned style wheel and crank system. He turned the crank slowly, and a dusty rock plank moved across the pit. Luke watched below, and he could hear the noises like the rumbling of an empty stomach echo from the well. Klaatu and Tamtel pushed Luke forward and marched him to the plank. Klaatu, I need help with the lock! The weak way called out. Hold him! Klaatu ordered. Tamtel held Luke's binders as he watched Klaatu walk over to the weak way and assist him. He then used his key to release the Jedi's cuffs. Luke was surprised. What are you doing? You do want to get out of here. Tamtel replied as he pushed Luke forward and fired his blaster. What is this? We are betrayed! Klaatu cried out as he dove for cover. Surprise, surprise! I'm Lando in disguise. Lando said as he removed his mask and tossed it off the plank. The aliens returned fire with their own holdout blasters and took chase down the plank. The Weequay was spinning his force plank, anxious to have it bite into the flesh of an enemy. Klaatu kept a few steps behind, hoping that if he needed to have cover, he could hide behind the weak way first. He hadn't become one of Jabba's trusted men by standing in the open to get shot. Lando! Get behind me! Lando fired a few more shots before running past the Jedi. Luke followed him, but stopped as they reached the end of the plank. Klaatu and weak way were halfway across the plank. Klaatu was still hiding behind the weak way, firing his blaster. The weak way just growled and swung his force pike angrily. Let's get out of here, Luke! Luke didn't answer. He was just focused on the plank. He was reaching out with the Force and recalling his lessons back on Dagobah. He had to believe. Size didn't matter. Anything was possible through the Force. He held out his hand and reflected a blaster bolt as it came for him. Lando stood amazed. He had only seen Lord Vader do that back in Cloud City, and he thought it was the Dark Lord's armor protecting him, not some mystical power. 
The plank began to shake, knocking aliens to their knees. The plank is falling! They held onto the sides for dear life but were no match for the force. Luke's focus was unwavering and his mind clear as he clenched his fist commanding the force to do his bidding. The plank broke beneath them and the pair plunged into the well and the belly of the sarlacc. I have never seen anything like that. Lando said as he holstered his weapon. And I've been around the galaxy a few times. Luke opened his eyes. We have to go back to Jabba's palace. Back? We can't go back. That place is crawling with Jabba's crony. He will come to Jabba's palace with you. Luke looked to Lando and waved his hand lightly. All right, all right. You don't have to get all spooky. Luke smiled as they made their way to rescue their friends. At least Cloud City gamblers weren't immune to the Force, he thought. This day might turn out yet. I'm Scotty White. Uh, you can follow me at, uh, at Scotty White um, on the Twitter. Uh, you can also follow me at my website at uh, www. I think that's three of www.scottywhite.com. I'm kind of full of myself, I suppose. <laughs> but branding, man, branding. That's yeah, all uh, about the brand. You can also follow the the, uh, the show at uh, mopcast.com. We're also on, on Facebook. Just look it up, uh, Mopcast. Um, and so, Aaron, uh, are, are you on the tweets? I am on the tweeter. <laughs> um, I'm Aaron Lynch Kelly. Um, Smelly Kelly, if you want to call me that, whatever. You, hashtag Smelly yeah, Kelly. Yeah, hashtag I'll, Smelly don't Kelly. Forget, we, need, we need your art from hashtag Smelly Kelly. Um, I am on Twitter. Um, this I made this when my daughter used to do pageants. So my Twitter handle is at pageantdad88, because I was, I was born in 88, and I was a pageant dad. So there's that. You know you can change your Twitter. You can do a new one, right? Sweet. I mean, it keeps all your followers and stuff. I mean, I'm completely backwards with it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about that, but at pageant, do you have, like, a lot of pageant moms following you? Like, no, it's up? weird. Like, I have a bunch of, like, just random people just follow me. I've got, like, sports guys, and I'm just, like, obviously it's, like, MySpace. They're saturated with, like, porn stars. <laughs> so, like, I've got a whole bunch of fake, like, porn star accounts that follow me or whatever. Oh, so you're attacked by bots all the time. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm constantly under siege. Um, and then I'm also, um, like Scotty said, I'm on the uh, Triple Name Sports Show. We are on Podbean. You can find us on there under A&M and the PM1067, but you can also follow, find us on Mopcast um, Podbean as well. Uh, and then also we have a Twitter handle for um, for the sports show, and it is at AM and the PM1067 is our, is our Twitter handle as well for that. Don't have a website of my own personally, but that's how you can get in touch with me. Yeah, well, you know, we let them piggyback on ours because we're nice people. <laughs> Um, so uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, we'll, we'll do this again next week. Uh, we had some categories we didn't quite get. It. This is kind of a preview anyway. So uh, uh, next week will be longer, and there'll be some contests and stuff involved. So all right, man. Uh, thank you again for doing this with me. It's no a blast. Pro- no problem. Thank you for having me. It was a blast. It was a blast. So uh, blast from the past. <laughs> lots of lots of blasts from the past, and even some fictional stuff. But yeah. like, with your wife, but not like it with your girlfriend. Not like well, my common law wife. Whatever yeah. you want to call her. So all right. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at Mobcast Network.